if you're new to this whole world of baby led weaning and starting solid foods, you might still be on the fence as to whether this approach is going to work for you. And if that's the case, I want to send you my free feeding guide called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? This is a guide that contains a decision tree map that you can work your way through to determine if this is the right approach for you guys and then when it's time to start. Grab your copy of Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby on my website at babyledweaning.co slash resources. I was doing my breakfast dishes this morning, turned the garbage disposal on, and then heard that terrible noise when you know something is in the disposal, but like you can totally tell the damage has already been done. Sure enough, it was an easy peasy tiny spoon, totally shredded, which if I've learned anything about these baby lead weaning spoons from Easy Peasy is that the garbage disposal and the dog both love them. And I was bummed because it's one of my favorite colors that they make, the light gray line, which is called pewter. But my garbage disposal disaster, I guess it came at just the right time because Easy Peasy is having their annual Mother's Day sale from this Friday to Sunday, so May 10th to 12th. You can get 20% off all of the Easy Peasy feeding gear with the affiliate discount code BLWMOM on orders of $50 or more. So this is a great time to stock up at 20% off because my regular Easy Peasy code is usually only for 10% off. So this bump up to 20% off is nice, but it's just for three days. So head to easypeasyfun.com to grab tiny spoons, their tiny cups, and the best suction mats and bowls for baby lead weaning. They have a really cool new bundle maker on their website if you want to group or piece a few items together or If you just don't want to think about it, then just grab one of the Easy Peasy First Foods sets. It has everything you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. That code is BLWMOM for 20% off Easy Peasy orders of $50 or more now through Sunday, May 12th at easypeasyfun.com. And happy Mother's Day to you. So while I do agree with AAP that yes, we can begin to help babies learn to drink out of an open cup at six months of age, I disagree that we start with water. Water is a thin liquid. It takes up valuable room in your baby's stomach and there's absolutely no evidence that infants need any free water. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Hey guys, and welcome back. Today we're talking all about water and water needs for your babies, and in particular, why offering too much water, especially to early eaters, can be dangerous. So I like to start out each of these mini baby led weaning training episodes with a BLW tip of the day. Today's tip on water is that your baby does not need any extra water or any free water. Okay, babies get most of their hydration needs from infant milk. That's the breast milk or the formula that your baby is drinking, plus the new foods that your baby is learning how to eat. Now, there are a few times when babies can benefit from extra water. And I'll be telling you when your baby might actually need some extra water a little bit later in this episode. I know as a parent, I'm concerned about my own hydration. I definitely don't drink enough water. Anyone who works with me or lives with me can to attest to that. And I remember when my babies were little, I always thought, well, I need more water and they need more water too. And what you're going to learn in today's mini episode here is that babies get most of the water that they need from the infant milk. All right. And prior to six months of age, we don't need to give any free water for babies. Now, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends starting to introduce water at six months of age, but as with a lot of their infant nutrition recommendations, I have a differing opinion because a lot of their recommendations are not always based on science. It's more of a practice. There are definitely benefits to learning how to drink out of an open cup. 
But today I want to share why I do not recommend water for earlier eaters. Now let's start out with how much water does your baby need, right? Breast milk is what is designed to meet the entirety of your baby's nutrition and hydration needs from zero to six months of age. And what's cool about breast milk is that it's biologically designed such that your baby doesn't need any water or any other fluids, even if it's hot weather. Okay. And then formula, of course, which tries to replicate breast milk when it is prepared properly, commercial infant formula also meets your baby's hydration needs. And just a note that you should never over dilute infant formula by adding extra water if you're concerned about dehydration, because that can severely impact your child's nutrition status. So as far as dietary recommendations go, there is an adequate intake value set for water. Okay. And that's part of the dietary reference intakes. And the adequate intake values, though, we always take them with a grain of salt. They are not based on solid science, as we see with the RDA, recommended dietary allowance values. So sometimes parents will say, oh, but I read the DRI charts and I saw that the AI for water for six to 12 month old babies is 0.8 liters. Okay. But I do want to point out when there's not enough scientific evidence to set a recommended dietary allowance, the DRI committee defaults to providing what's called an adequate intake value. And it's kind of like a scientific shot in the dark. Here's how much we think your baby needs. And what that's calculated on is the notion that between six and 12 months of age, yeah, you're starting solid foods and those starting solid foods, those foods provide some water. The reality is that your baby is still getting most of their nutrition or a lot of their nutrition from breast milk or formula. So the water is coming from there. And that AI value, in case you're interested, it's 0.8 liters. So infants six to 12 months of age, quote unquote need, with a huge asterisk, because again, this is not based on solid scientific evidence, 800 milliliters, which that's about 27 ounces or three and a half cups of water. So sometimes parents will see them like, oh my gosh, I need to make my baby drink three and a half cups of water. No, you do not. Your baby is getting that fluid needs, the fluid intake from the foods plus the infant milk. Now, what the AAP says is, and this is quoting, around six months of age, you can start offering your baby a little bit of water. And then they open parentheses four to eight ounces a day or half to one cup a day in an open comma sippy or strawed cup. And this is Katie chiming back in. The fact that the AAP is still recommending sippy cups as a way for you to transition your baby off of the bottle of the breast is ludicrous. And it is indicative of, I think, the vast amount of work that pediatricians need to be doing as far as educating themselves about best practices and evidence-based practices for infant nutrition. Back to the AAP quote, They say, quote, this helps develop cup drinking skills and familiarity with water. If you live in an area where the water is fluoridated, drinking water will also help prevent future tooth decay. So a couple of notes here. We don't recommend sippy cups. If this is news to you, dietitians, speech language pathologists, occupational therapists who specialize in feeding, we all know the drawbacks of sippy cup usage. And if this is news to you, go check out another episode that I did, episode 40. It's called Six Reasons to Skip the Sippy Cup. I interviewed Dawn Winkleman, who is also a baby weaning expert. She is a speech language pathologist. We kind of walk through the drawbacks of sippy cups. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma. 
but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. AAP telling you that this helps your baby develop cup drinking skills, so does drinking formula or breast milk out of an open cup. And then, quote unquote, familiarity with water, your child will develop familiarity with water when the time is right, which is when they can respond to their own feelings of thirst by asking for or getting water as a toddler. Okay, But in older infancy, right, 6 to 12 months of age, if we look at the earliest part of starting solid foods, 6 and 7 months of age, why do I not recommend water? Okay. And other feeding experts recommend refraining from introducing water at six and seven, sometimes even eight or nine months of age. A couple of reasons. Let's start with the speech language pathologist angle. Okay. SLPs will remind us that water is a thin liquid. Thin liquids are more challenging for your baby to learn how to drink, right? Your baby is only used to having thicker liquids like breast milk or formula. And so you can see excessive gagging when babies early eaters at five and six and seven months of age are trying to learn to drink water. And a little bit of gagging, as you know, is to be expected, but we don't want to make your baby unnecessarily gag by providing this thin liquid that they are not yet ready to drink. Because of course, there is the risk of aspiration, but also excessive gagging can lead the baby to start having negative associations with food and feeding. Another reason why we don't want to be pushing water on early eaters is the potential to deplete electrolytes, right? You've probably heard of overhydration. Okay. It happens not very rarely, okay, you're much more likely to be dehydrated than you are to be overhydrated. But there's certainly case studies, especially with athletes. A lot of times you hear about this in like fraternity and sorority hazing situations where the individual will be forced to drink a lot of water, causing their electrolyte levels to drop, right? So those valuable salts, sodium, potassium, the electrolytes, among others that are integral to sustaining your baby's heart function and their life, we don't want to potentially have these drop too low because we're diluting those in the baby's body. So we don't mess around with water by overdoing it because we know your baby doesn't need that extra water. My concern as a dietitian with regards to pushing babies to drink water too early is that it can cause your baby to feel artificially full, okay? So back when I was a weight loss dietitian in private practice over 20 years ago, and I'd be working with patients who, you know, looking different ways to lose weight. And I was worked in a cardiology setting. I also have a diabetes background and I'm a certified diabetes educator we would talk about, you know, some of these typical like diet tricks, right? Like when you think you're hungry, it's really just your body telling you that you're thirsty and you should drink a big glass of water and then you wait 10 minutes and then you ask yourself again, am I really hungry or was I just thirsty? And it is true that the hypothalamus, the part of your brain that controls both your hunger also controls your thirst. However, what happens when we drink water is that that water takes up room in the stomach. The stomach starts to distend. That distension of the abdomen starts to send messages that go to the brain that tell your brain, hey, I'm starting to get full and I should slow down or stop eating. Now, when our babies start solid foods at six and seven months of age, of course, they don't know yet how to respond to feelings of hunger with food. But what we do not want to do is to fill their tiny little stomachs up with water, sending out those false messages to the brain, hey, baby, you're hungry, stop eating, right? We don't want to interfere with that feedback loop at the very time when we actually want our babies to be learning 
a how to eat, and then eventually down the road a few months later, that's when they'll start being able to respond to those hunger and fullness cues um, by using food. And they'll also, you'll be amazed, drink more when they're thirsty and drink less when they're not thirsty. So three reasons why we don't want to offer water to early eaters. It's a thin liquid, which can cause excessive gagging and increased risk of aspiration. Number two, it has the potential to deplete electrolytes, those valuable sodium, potassium, et cetera, which help you know maintain your baby's heart and their life. And then third, we don't want to make your baby feel artificially full by promoting extra water. So it's one less thing for you guys to worry about. Now, what else should babies not drink? We don't want babies drinking any juice. One thing I do agree with the American Academy of Pediatrics on is their recommendation for no juice at all at under 12 months. It took them forever to finally come out and say what dietitians have been saying forever. There's absolutely no need for your baby to drink juice. We want your baby to eat fruit, not drink it. Baby should also avoid drinking herbal teas. And then we don't do any fluid cow's milk or milk alternatives in place of infant milk. So in place of breast milk or formula until after 12 months of age. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So what should your baby be drinking? Your baby should be drinking breast milk and or formula. And then how should your baby learn how to drink? Hey, I know your baby knows how to drink. They can drink out of a breast or they can drink out of a bottle. Once you hit that six month mark, that's when you start bringing in complimentary foods. My focus is always on the food at the mealtime. I know baby knows how to drink infant milk. I want to help baby learn how to eat solid foods so that by the time the baby is 12 months of age, they'll be getting most of their nutrition from food and only a small amount of their nutrition from fluids, be that infant milk, if you continue to breastfeed past 12 months of age, or cow's milk, which we switch to when the baby turns 12 months of age. So how should your baby learn how to drink? Well, I do agree with AAP that you should start practicing drinking out of an open cup. Open cup comes before straw cup. If this is news to you, there's another episode I want you to go listen to, episode 101. It's called Straw Cups Versus Open Cups, Which Comes First. And again, that's another interview with speech language pathologist Don Winkleman. She's actually the designer for the Easy Peasy Tiny Cup. So this is an award-winning open cup for baby led weaning. It's a two-ounce cup designed for babies six to 12 months of age. This is my absolute favorite cup for practicing open cup drinking. And we start with breast milk and or formula in the open cup. I do water for older eaters. So once the baby's around nine, 10 months of age, I'm really comfortable with their ability to eat a variety of different textures and to handle different thicknesses of liquids, then I'll move to a little bit of water if necessary. Now, parents hate this idea because they're like, yeah, but I put a little bit of the breast milk or formula in the two ounce cup and the baby tips it over. And then I'm wasting expensive formula or valuable breast milk. And I get it. It feels better to start with water, but it's not the best option for your baby. And you can help your baby learn how to drink from an open cup by cupping your hands outside of your baby's hands as your baby holds the cup and gently help guide the cup to your baby's mouth. So I recommend open cup drinking starting at six months of age. So I use the easy peasy tiny cup from six to 12 months of age. As a baby gets close to the one-year mark, if I need a straw cup, but a lot of times I skip the straw cup, I use the easy peasy mini straw cup system and then it 12 months of age, I switched to the mini cup. 
So I'll link all this up on the show notes page for this episode, showing you the different sizes of the cups and what I put in it for the different ages and stages. That'll be on the show notes page for this episode at blwpodcast.com. If you guys are interested in getting some of those open cups, I am an affiliate for Easy Peasy. So I have a 10% off discount code, Katie10, works for all of the feeding gear products at easypeasyfun.com. Again, the tiny cup is the first one to start with, then get their mini cup and straw system. And it's perfect because when your baby hits 12 months of age, you already own the mini cup, which is the four ounce cup that we're going to bump it up to. A couple of other podcast episodes, if you want to listen to about drinking stuff, I mentioned episode 101, that was straw cups versus open cups. Episode 113 is all about transitioning to cow's milk. How do I do this? So that's for those of you guys who may be approaching the 12 month mark. Um, Episode 79 is about how to pick a milk when your baby turns one. We talk a little bit more about plant milks and other milk alternatives if you're deciding because either your child has cow's milk protein allergy or you're vegan that you're not going to do cow's milk. Episode 135 is about toddler milks and why you do not need to be buying these formulas. And then episode 60 again was the six reasons to skip the sippy cup with Don Winkleman. All right. Well, I love little chat about water. Links for you guys are going to be on the show notes for this page at blwpodcast.com slash 281. Thank you for listening. And thank you also to our network partners at Airwave Media. If you like podcasts that feature science, food, and using your brain, check out Airwave Media for some other amazing audio experiences. My home base again for this podcast is blwpodcast.com. And I'll see you next time. Happy feeding. Friends, are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.